Welcome to Ladies Who Launch, not your average business podcast. Dropping every other Wednesday, Alyssa and Dakota are two successful and opinionated marketing entrepreneurs engaging in insightful conversations with industry thought leaders, as well as casual conversations surrounding our lives as entrepreneurs. to another episode of Ladies Who Launch. Uh, Dakota and I join you from our prospective homes today because um, we are tired and exhausted, well, tired and exhausted, if that's two things, and I'm not wearing pants. So welcome to Ladies Who Launch today. <laughs> oh, good to hear your voice, Alyssa. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, and we're not even looking at each other because something's wrong with my uh, video. Um, webcam so we're we can't even see each other it's like we're it's like we're on some sort of like you know the old game cans where you put the can up to your head and we're that today we're like seriously low-ending the technology today i love it i mean it's friday so we're taping on a friday and midsummer it's hot 25 degrees outside yeah i know it's 25 degrees like at noon it's supposed to be like 32 or something today i can't it's just i hate everything i'm not a summer person i think i've mentioned this before i i don't like being sticky i don't like being hot i don't like any of that like give me a lovely crisp autumn morning it's my favorite give me a hundred oh i love september and october so yeah this is not my anywho now that we've yeah gone over that and the fact I'm not wearing pants. Let's just discuss that again. Okay. I mean, 32 degree weather. Why would you wear pants? Just right. I mean, Same. my office space is south and it is so hot in here already at 12 PM that like I have sweat that's already dripping down my neck. So it's lovely. It's fantastic here today. That just sounds terrible. I'm so sorry to hear that. It's so weird. My house is old and you would assume that it gets really hot in here, but upstairs gets like fairly hot. But downstairs stays if you if you play your cards right and keep windows closed and stuff and let cool breezes in and stuff, it'll stay like a nice 22. Oh yeah. Even when it's hot. That's good. It was so hot up in my bedroom last night that I had two fans going. Oh. Yeah, there's been a couple summers like that. A good hack for those of you who live in really hot climates, and for you, Alyssa, uh, wet a cloth and just kind of like put it either in front of the fan or almost like on top of the fan, and it will almost act as like a makeshift air conditioner. Yeah, I've seen those ones that like apparently it's all a hot item now on Amazon. The ones that you put like ice in, ice and water, and it's supposed to. I don't know. I'm not that into it. That, but it's all over. TikTok is these makeshift um, air conditioning units you can buy off Amazon. I'm not that bad up here, but um, this summer is not nearly as bad as last summer was. Last summer was crazy hot up here. And I will say, because we just finished the Stampede, and I volunteer with the Stampede for those that don't know, and being down on park, it was warm, like it, but it was not hot, like crazy hot like it was last year. And last year when I was getting home from... Um, the park after my shifts, it was like 29 degrees in my house. And I thought I would like die. Wasn't as bad. It wasn't like that this year. So um, it, while it's been warm, it has not been like that incessant. I think it was like weeks of plus 30 last year. It's crazy. Oh, so gross. Anyway, I'm just old and cranky. Clearly I've reached my 
old lady. And that, my life. Well, and that actually leads us to what we're going to talk about in the episode today. Yeah, it's funny when we were talking about what we were going to discuss or what we, what we wanted to discuss today. I sort of threw this out this bomb at Dakota and she's like, Oh my God, we need to talk about that. Cause yeah, I haven't really, I haven't talked to you about any of this, my current um, life decisions that I'm making and, um, and why, but I threw this at Dakota this morning that I'm going to sell my house and this, I mean, nobody, I mean, if you're listening and have been to my house, you know what I'm talking about. But if you haven't been to my house, my house is awesome. And I bought it almost 10 years ago. And, um, but it's always been a bee in my bonnet because when I bought it, um, I paid overpaid because it was 2014. And so it was already overvalued because that was a hot housing market. And then I discovered it was all full of mold. And so it all had to be remediated and they had to take the front off. And it was like this whole thing. And even though I bought it in August of 2014, um, I didn't actually move in until just before Christmas that year. I had to stay with my parents because it was uninhabitable. So this house has always been a bit of a bee, of a bee for me um, because I had to do way more renos and way more work in this house than I wanted. But I've sort of created this great space for me, myself. I love this house. and. Um, the location and all of that, but he sort of hit a point and I had to renegotiate my mortgage in December, like a lot of Canadians and people all over the world are having to do. And my interest rate went up over 2%. And that, that, that factored into a almost $400 increase on my mortgage every month. And um, I just don't think it's worth the hassle anymore and I think I'm like everybody else this is my third house it's not like it's my first and only house but um I think I bought into the whole notion that everybody has to own a home in order to be successful and you know how we're all sold that kettle of crap from the time we're young and that um owning a home and owning property was a status symbol and blah 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 but you sort of get to the point of it's a bit of a it becomes a bit of a loss leader at any given point because your the amount of money you're putting into it, like either having to renovate, continually update and renovate the house as it gets older, or if you bought a new house or built a new house, then the cost of landscaping and trees. And there's always these costs that just never go away with a house. Like mine is was built in 96. So I'm at the point of like having to replace the furnace and the water heater and I mean, the roof was done and like, so I'm about at this point, 50 ish K of work in already on this house in 10 years. And I'm like, I'm just, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want, I have to finish the upstairs bathroom. It's the last thing that is not done in this house that hasn't been done. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't want to do it. And just knowing now that I'm paying more for this house, I'm paying more on this mortgage right now than I've paid on any mortgage of any of my house houses in the past. It's stupid. Let's just discuss that. Like that's a whole other kettle of fish, but I'm like, I don't, it's it's sort of like the, 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 the luster of home ownership has worn off. And I just want to sort of 
not have to have this response, this lagging responsibility hanging over my head all the time. And so when I do sell this house, I'm not going to rebuy. I think that's always the first question is like, oh, where are you going to buy? I'm like, I'm not. Um, Real estate in this city is too expensive. Well, it's overly expensive, which is partly why I want to sell the house now because the the real estate market's really good. And I know I could get good value for this house. Um, But I just want somebody else to do stuff. Like, if the tap doesn't work, somebody else can come and fix it. If like, I'm just sort of at the point of like, I just want to have less responsibility, responsibility and less stuff. Like I can downsize. I can get, like, I can sell a lot of my furniture. And I'm like, I just, why do I have all these things? Like I have an entire floor of my house, like the living room that I'm never in unless people are here. I'm never in that room. My TV's upstairs and it's like, there's portions of this that are just never used. And so it's like, why, why am I doing this? So that was sort of the impetus for this conversation today and sort of how we, we, we always talk about adjusting your business and, and, and those sort of things for the changing times, but I'm sort of adjusting my personal life for the changing times. And I don't think that um, home ownership is, well, A, it's not for everyone and it never will be for a lot of people, which is partly why our society is so messed up now is that there's people who will never be able to afford a home, um, even though they're professionals and whatever. And then there's those of us that are just like, it's just not worth it anymore. It's not worth the headaches and the stress of the money and the all of that. Because not only that, like, I mean... My car insurance is ridiculous. I mean, we could go on and on about how expensive everything is now, but it's like, I would like to be able to downsize, maybe find something more inner city. So I could get rid of my car if I wanted to and just live a more quiet or more like just less lifestyle. I just think me, like everybody else has just bought into this whole idea that you needed to have things and own things and in order to show your success and all this nonsense. And you just sort of hit a point and you get to your forties and you're like, oh, screw all of this shit. I just could care less. I don't owe anyone anything anymore. I'm like, I don't, I'm not here to impress anyone anymore. I'm not like trying to grow my career and like have to show, think I'm showing off because I have expensive shoes and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, no, I'm past all of that now. And this is just one of those things. So I'm one of the impetuses for it. And I, I will then stop talking. So Dakota can also talk in this episode, but um, is that I would like to free up some capital to get my master's. And that's the other discussion we can have today too, about amazing going back to school. So Anyway, that's my big news. And I mean, it's maybe not news to everyone listening because you don't know me personally, but those that do know me personally will be like, yeah, that's big news. So, and I sort of said it, I've said it out loud for the first time and that's a big deal too. So there we go. Anywho. First of all, I feel like this is the biggest adulting step I've heard in a long time. (laughs) Um, and in a way, I perceive it as forward motion and success more than I would perceive getting a bigger house and a shinier car as success. Um, <clears throat> I think you've identified pain points and gaps in your life that aren't fulfilling you anymore. And that, and one of them just happens to be that owning property is 
kind of soul sucking for you. And so you're going to make that change. Um, and then you're going to put that, th- those dollars towards something that's more important to you. And then that will inevitably probably land you in a happier, more fulfilled position that will then probably lead to an even, you know, better lifestyle down the line that fits with who you are now and who you will be then, which is so important. And yeah, I, you know, I was having this very same conversation with somebody yesterday about how more and more of us are looking at our lives and realizing that the things we once thought were so important to us just simply are not anymore. And, you know, at the beginning of this week, I had the opportunity to go on a sunrise hike. So a couple of girlfriends and I got up at one o'clock in the morning. We drove to the mountains. We walked up a mountain in the pitch black and sat on top of the mountain and watched the sun come up. And beyond the fact that it was one of the most beautiful, crazy experiences I've ever had, it was. it also struck in me that I've created a life that I want. And I've had to make some sacrifices along the way, but I don't consider them to be sacrifices. Um, when when I had the opportunity to either buy or rent again, I chose to rent because I didn't want those strings that Alyssa is talking about. And as she's saying things like, I don't want this anymore. I don't want this anymore. I don't want this anymore. I'm sitting here going like, yeah, I live in a great spot. Um, my rent is reasonable. And I'm really lucky because that's the other problem in Calgary right now is the rental market is pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's downfalls with both renting and owning. And it sounds like for Alyssa, there's more downfalls with with owning right now than there are for renting for her. Um, but yeah, like I couldn't imagine dealing with rising mortgage rates right now. Like it would, it would be so unbelievably stressful. And I also couldn't imagine being married and having children in in the current state of the world right now, just in the sense that everything is so expensive. And I'm sure it would be fine, would make it work. But I have so many friends with multiple kids. They're married. They have these giant mortgages and then rates go up. And as Alyssa said, it's been, it'll double your mortgage. And when you have a $2,000 mortgage, like I have some friends that are paying like four grand a month for their house and it's just wow. ludicrous. Um, and so, all that to say that you are not a failure for what society would deem moving back in time. In fact, I see it as forward motion, as I mentioned. It's it's not a failure to give up a shiny thing so that you can progress your education or your career. And it's so hilarious that Alyssa is going through this right now. It's so funny in our friendship. We tend to be in the same place in our lives. Um, time and time again. And while I'm going through some other transitions, I'm also looking at what can I do to have a happier life moving forward. And part of that is growing my team in one of two ways. I'm not able or ready to talk about how I'm thinking about doing that as yet, but I am personally also going through some pretty massive transitions with my business and myself. Um, and I will tell you, like the the rewards have already started to flow through, even in my just sitting in those places and thinking about it. It's like, I think the biggest thing is knowing the biggest gift of life that I've recently received. 
and I gave this to myself and it took me a really long time to get here. But I think the biggest gift that I've received this year in particular has been one, two things. One, I know that in order to be happy, all I need is me, my dog, (laughs) and the people that I love. My house, my car, my clothes, even like the food that I eat that's in my refrigerator right now is all just cherries on top. But if I had to go, you know, work a sales job and move, you know, like I know that I would be happy and I would kill it because I'm good at what I do no matter what I'm doing and I give it my all. So number one is that where it's that like, even if you have nothing, you're, you're going to be okay. Right. And you don't not have nothing. You, you, you have something. It's just not what society tells you is what you should have, if that makes sense. Um, and then number two is that, um, you can do anything you want and you can have anything you want truly. If you set up your life in a way that gets you there. So if you want something in particular, um, all it really takes, and it's not easy, but all it takes is hard work and courage. That's all it takes. And so I know, you know, I started a company, Alyssa started a company. We've lived and survived off our companies for the last seven and eight years, respectively, or Alyssa has eight years for you. And so now if we chose to go do something else, of course we could do it. Well, is there potential for us to fail? Sure. But failure to me always means learning and getting stronger. So like the the more you do, the more you learn and the better, more and well, more equipped you become to take on anything. And then you become kind of indestructible in a way. Yeah, agreed. And I think it is funny that we all are having these conversations. And I had a <clears throat> lunch with an old friend of mine who is at the like sort of towards the end of her career but yet um knows she can't retire because um like her son just graduated university and um her husband's now retired so there's less income coming in and like it's funny how those how the how you think that you're going to be like even in your 50s or early 60s is like what you thought that would be happening then is not even not even happening for them, let alone to those people in their 20s, 30s, 40s or where we thought we would be. And I think it's just a good lesson for everyone that it doesn't matter where we thought, like where we thought we were going to be at any given age, our own thoughts about things change and society changes around us that that affects our own decisions. And I just think it's a it's a mindset where we're all in right now. And you talk about the people with kids. I couldn't imagine having kids right now. And I know the friend that I was discussing with, um, with, with this was with this or this about said that I, she goes, I bet you there's going to be a lot of conversations happening around kitchen tables in late August, early September as to what sports may have to come off the table for kids. Like maybe they can't play hockey Um, Maybe they have to do something cheaper like soccer or whatever, like those conversations, you know, are happening because if you have three kids and I don't know how three kids are playing hockey, I, I mean, good bless you because holy heck, but I, I think with us, like the, the decisions we make as single people are 
in like monumental to us, but I mean, when you, when you think about adding people into the mix and, and the expense of that, I don't know, but I, I think it's just a discussion that, I mean, it's partly, I think COVID has affected this. The other thing I think is just um, global issues of inflation and all of the things that are sort of been happening that everyone is just sort of taking a step back and being like, what do I really want? And is all this really necessary? Now, you do bring up a good point in the fact of like, yeah, if I sell this house, I could probably sell this house within 24 hours based on the market here in Calgary, but I don't know where to go. So if anyone knows any good rentals, um, my best friend wants me to move into the uh, carriage house that's being built behind her house, like one of those above, gra- above garage units. Um, but if you have any rental places that you know of, let me know, or if you no good realtor. Well, I don't even know if I want to use a realtor to sell my house. That's another discussion for another day. I'm like, I don't know if I want to be spending 20 grand on a realtor, but anyway, but uh, yeah, that's the other issue too, is it's like, yeah, great. You can sell your house in a minute, but where do you go? Yeah. Well, the other thing before you even go there too, like, I think this is all such a great idea, but I would definitely take a look at the rental market because it is pretty insane right now. And the other issue that people are running into is landlords' fees are going up so much that people their rent is like tripling and or doubling. Sorry, yeah. So like, that is the other thing to consider. And honestly, if there is an opportunity to live on care uh, on your pal's property, like that might be a good thing to to look into. Yeah. Oh, it's not her property. It's the property oh. across the back alley from them. But yeah, she's like, yeah. Anyway, I saw it on the weekend. I love, I love this. And I, I kind of just want to leave everybody with a quick other story that it's so funny. Alyssa is bringing all of this up, but I had a conversation about a month ago. I was just kind of feeling a little trapped. I was having a bit of a moment with myself. I was sitting in my big, beautiful house and literally just feeling like, why, like, do I really need all this kind of thing? And Alyssa and I were simultaneously having conversations about how we want to finish out the year and all the transitionary things that we're going through. And I am my, my really good friend, John, who is such a godsend to me in terms of just um, like, he really will support you from a deeper level. He's like, I'm going to connect you with somebody that I am friends with who like currently lives in Portugal and I think that day I literally wanted to run, wanted to run away to Portugal um, and just go like live there with like nothing but my backpack and, and Bailey. Um, but anyway, I got on the phone with this girl and her story made me ball in the best way. I don't know that I have the balls to do what she did. And I don't know if I'd want to just because it's just not who I am. But this woman, um, she went through a breakup just before COVID and simultaneously lost her home because it was their joint home. And she was literally standing in her living room with like a coffee table and some clothes. And that was all she kind of like had after all was said and done because it was a really nasty breakup. And she kind of, I think, just didn't give a shit and gave him everything. But she was literally standing there. She'd lost her job because she's a fitness instructor and COVID, you know, wasn't allowing for that to happen. And she literally was just like, screw this. I'm done. I'm leaving. She booked a one-way ticket to Portugal She's been living there ever since. Wow. She literally doesn't have much. Like sh- she admitted to me, she's like, I'm in, a, I'm in some debt back in Canada. It's like nothing crazy, but like I have a little bit of debt and I pick up odd jobs here and there. This is my life here in Portugal. But so she doesn't have much by, by way of material or money, 
but she literally has the most fulfilling life I think I've ever, like she's, she literally says that she's the most grateful person in the world. And I believe her because this gal like will camp on like a cliff and wake up watching the sunrise and she'll go to like a yoga class and then she'll pick up an odd job here and there to like feed herself. And does she get to go out for fancy dinners and do all this luxurious shit? No, but she's got this other amazing life and she's literally just living and like connecting with people and building a life for herself there. And it, it just like made, it shattered me. Cause I was like, holy crap. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to share like her story and I, and I know she'd be okay with me sharing it because it is such a beautiful story that you don't need anything no. to be happy. And I love hearing that too, because I think a well, we all fall into the trap of like, oh, that only happens in movies or like only these sorts of people can are able to do that. But realistically, um, anybody can book a flight and and go live somewhere. I mean, Portugal is very cheap for one thing. Um, and I and I and I think I mean people should do that if you can see the world. But yeah, I do think we get too caught up in the in quickly saying, oh, I couldn't do that, or oh, somebody like, oh, that's great for them, but I couldn't do that, as opposed to really being like, wait a minute why couldn't I do that? Or what do I have to do to make that happen? Or any of those sorts of things. And I think it's just good that we are having these discussions and we are sort of setting in motion those things to make those things happen in whatever capacity that is. Um, And I think there's going to be more to come in these conversations between us and everybody else as we head to the end of the year, but I will leave you as we wrap this up. I'll leave you with two things. I mean, I think that one is the idea that, you know, you don't have to settle. Um, you don't have to also feel jealous of what other people may or may not have because they're struggling too. There's no doubt. And number two, um, do like start having these conversations with the people around you, because I think everyone's feeling isolated or like, Oh, I don't want to talk about that. It's embarrassing or this, that, and the other. And it's like, no, everyone's going through all these, all these things and no matter what capacity. So honestly, start, start talking. It makes everybody feel better. And you never know where those conversations will lead into something more positive. So um, if you want to share your thoughts on things that are going on with you, if you're thinking of selling your house or quitting your job or whatever, moving to Portugal, send us a note at, um, you can email us at ladies who launch pod at gmail.com or send us a DM at ladies who launch pod. And we will keep the conversation going in the next episode. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to ladies who launch join Dakota and Alyssa every second Wednesday for more conversations and interesting guests. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. If you send us a question, we may answer it on a future episode.